0: Welcome to episode 308 of the Parkrun Adventurers. My name's Scotty Trickett. I'm back one more time. They can't get rid of me, but also back one more time. Welcoming, welcome, welcome, welcoming. (laughs) They're back. What is that word? (laughs) Welcome. I can't say it. Welcome. Just welcome back to the pod, Mel Urbacher.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Scotty. It's awesome to be here again. Been a little while.
0: Yeah, it has. It has. For me, just in general speaking, too. Um, yeah, obviously. Clearly, <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm picking up. I'm picking up on those vibes. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome back. This is this is fantastic that we're back together. We're filling in uh, for Mel and Ollie. We are the fill We 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 don't really like the, the the parents term, so we can just be the fill-ins, the temps. Yeah, yeah. Um, for one week only. Uh, we know it's late. We're we're out of the habit. Um, but if you're listening to this two three six months down um it doesn't matter whether it's yeah. late or not um, but hopefully we're joining you on the on your drive or your cycle or your paddle to parkrun this week um so let's start it there mel uh it's a big week for you and i it's party time uh in our worlds because Kawana's turning 10
1: 10 the big one zero double digits it's very exciting <laughs>
0: And Westerfolds, we're turning nine, which I think is pretty good too. Not as good as 10. Wow. I'll you grant you that. a good birthday though. Yeah.
1: You did pick yeah. a good birthday. And yeah. a shout out to Darwin Parkrun, who also shares our birthday yep. parkrun weekend. I there's hope a you couple have a more. party up there too. There's oh, I'm sure there's
0: more after that. But these, yeah. we were the original three triplets. Yeah, okay. Mudra um, Bar. Mudra Bar launched, I think, same week as me. Uh, same week no it's not mine it's not my event same week as uh, westerfold so i think they're celebrating or not it does
1: they yeah they're really that old yeah oh. yeah they've been around for a while
0: um
1: well happy birthday to any other parkrun event or happy anniversary that shares the anniversary with our home parkruns i mean we all do have to have favorites but yeah
0: yeah so i'm heading back home to westerfolds because westerfolds is like a Bloody rock. We've got park runs cancelling all over the joint down here in Melbourne. Um, the the city's literally flooding.
1: Again uh, or still?
0: Oh, look, I don't want to make light of it because it, it is really shit if you are going through flood. Um, but the, the river's rising and um, any event that's sort of on the on a creek or by the Yarra, which, which I've got to say, Westerfolds, it is on the Yarra. It, it runs next to the Yarra, but uh, it's impenetrable. <laughs> this, this event. Uh, we just don't cancel. It's probably going to be wet, but it's going ahead. Uh, crazy Hats is the theme for our anniversary. What's what's happening at Kiwana this weekend?
1: We have got um, a shazzer's theme. One of our regular park runners, um, her name is Dee. She has had some health issues recently and she has a, what's it called when you, It's a, it's an old, alternate persona basically so any running event not just park run but just you know um, Sunshine Coast Marathon or a lot of the local triathlons and things like that Dee gets dressed up as the ultimate cheerleader and her name is Shazza so when Shazza comes out there's pom-poms there is 80s retro um, physical attire what do you call it like a leotard and you you get the picture yep. when you think of fitness videos from the 80s and she has the big hair and um, big ponytails and and all that sort of stuff and bright neon colors um so we are having a shazza theme in support of d and her personal struggles um, but also just to bring the fun and the joy and the cheer to parkrun so um, it's going to be very neon 80s Uh, Cheerleader kind of get up this weekend. Looking forward to
0: it. Yeah, one of the more popular dress up themes, I think, the 80s neon, you know, particularly the demographic that goes to parkrun. Like, I lived through the 80s. I've got vivid memories. This is like, I was watching Stranger Things with Kasha recently. And like, the kids were born. I think they're the same age as me. Maybe they're a year older. So, like, their, their experience, forget all the, the, Crazy the Demi
1: stuff. Yeah, the Demogorgon
0: <laughs> stuff. Like, I didn't live that, <laughs> okay. but the riding around on my bike through you know through the suburbs, no helmet, no helmet, net. and being out for hours on a time. Absolutely, that happened. Oh. Um, so yeah, I've got vivid memories of the eighties. So I'd, I'd love an eighties neon theme. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. a classic. Never goes out of fashion.
0: Yeah, we're we're just doing crazy hats. So crazy hats yeah. is also a
1: really good one. Yeah. It's um it's one that a lot of people can just participate in without going to much effort at all. So it's yep. a winner as well.
0: Um, yeah, I, th- I don't have a crazy hat though, so oh, I've got to dig through whatever I've got and come up with something crazy and zany because um, that's me.
1: That's you. <laughs> well, maybe you should just go and buy some hairspray, some coloured hairspray or something and change the colour of your hair. Does that, yeah, maybe. Does that count? I don't well,
0: know. you know, because it's going to be wet. And then I've got dye and hairspray running mm. down my face. And then I probably start looking a bit more like the Demi Gorgon <laughs> from Stranger Things and not the crazy, zany, you know, middle-aged man that I am mm. at Parkrun. So um, this is great. So Parkrun is, uh, you know. Party still, weekend. It's party weekend and there's something to be excited about uh, for you and I. In the parkrun world, and, there is.
1: Um, hey, you yeah. know what would be? Sorry, I'm just going to start talking over you. Yeah. But you're talking about hats and crazy and stuff like that. It's a pity that it's just a little bit too early. You could have worn your ugly Christmas visor.
0: Well, is I could have. Crazy enough, or not have crazy enough? Have they arrived?
1: They have not arrived yet. That's oh, well, there why, you go. That's why I'm saying the event is just a little bit too early. Because yeah. um, give it like another week or two weeks, and you might be getting around in your ugly Christmas visor. Yeah, okay. so.
0: Is now is now the time to tell you that I didn't order?
1: Ah, uh, look, I know you didn't order, but I also <laughs> know that you are going to order from the next round.
0: <laughs> I'm going to order. Yeah, yeah. Uh, money's tight, you know. Money's tight. We, you know. Oh
1: yeah, no, it's all good. It's
0: all yeah. good. Yeah.
1: Not holding it against anyone.
0: No, and despite it being my idea and coming up with it and wait, you know, supporting wait. it, I still, still can't even get a free bloody hat out of it. Um, well, look, so. I don't
1: get anything free. I have to pay for all my stuff. Those this elves, is the problem, Mel. You know, this is the problem. cheap.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, crazy, crazy this year. How's it going? Like, uh, I know, have you talked about it on the pod? Or I think Molly and Mel um, pumped it up a little bit. Um how did it go? Like did with with the numbers good? I know we re-released the original which is great cuz a lot of people missed out on that, but it's not the real original.
1: It's not the real, it's a reimagining of the original. Um yeah, look, numbers are good. They uh, there's going to be another ordering round, so there's going to be a lot of the ugly out in the world again um, from the from the new range this year. So that'll be fun come december when people start wearing it to be honest i think there's going to be quite a few starting to get out and about in november um which will also be great to see the oh, you know i really should have looked at the breakdown so i could have given you percentages of which one you know was more popular and cuz it was actually really close um there is i think i think the original has just pipped 2022 which was the gingerbread um also fondly referred to as the poo colored one uh.
0: <laughs> i think um so i love it and but i think some people are missing the the, the concept here like they're called ugly for a reason and yes. and i thought you outdid yourself this year because um it's hideous and that's the whole idea i think i i when you went to the um the large koala Yeah. Like that was just disgusting. You know, it was fun, but it wasn't something you'd be proud to wear. And I think you've done it again with uh, this year's version of the Pooh Brown Gingerbread Man. Well, that's
1: the thing, see. I mean, it's, you just have to try and outdo what was ugliest before and and up the ugly every year and yeah there's there's there certain uh, contingent of people that are like yes embrace the ugly that is the worst one that's what i'm going to get and there are others that are like i want to be a little bit ugly but not full ugly so um and that's okay too you know everybody has their threshold <laughs> of, yep. of tolerance of ugly and uh yeah i'm 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 the full bring me the full ugly and I'm right there with you. So so am
0: I. So am I. So um, I will order. Just make sure you open up that next round soon. So um,
1: we'll do early November. Early Possibly November even before this podcast is out at this rate. Who knows? Okay, great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> great. So um, so that's great. So that's what's exciting you about Parker, And I love that. You know, so so long into this journey, that there's still something that. Um, you know, parkrun gives us to get excited about. So I'm loving my parkrun journey at the moment. You know, removed as an employee, um, removed as as, an, as a core volunteer these days. So I've stepped Ooh, off. You're stepped
1: not even an, of, on an event team, Scott. No,
0: nah, I'm not. I'm not. I, I've I've since removed myself since the break from juniors, and a couple of weeks ago, I did my last uh, run director stint at uh, Westerfolds. I just it was just time. Like nine yeah. years into the journey, Mel. That's like it's time for to To not be involved as a volunteer and just jump on a roster when I feel like volunteering. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but but it great gives me an opportunity just to park run with my mates wherever they are uh, each weekend. Like I've been going every week. I still love yep. it. Still love it. Uh, that's awesome. Can't help myself. And um, yeah, like really looking forward to going to Westerfolds this week. Yeah. And and the beauty is no idea where I'm going the week after that. And that's great too. <laughs> so it's
1: it, it's the mystery. Yeah. It's the mystery and the flexibility. Hey, and I, I totally get what you mean about um, being a member of a core team and things. And you, you've kind of gone f- from being an ED and a prospective ED and just starting like a million things. I'm, I'm not sure if there's anyone who has st- actually started more park runs than you. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm approaching the 10 years of continual service as a run director at Koana Park Run. That'll I clock that up in February next year and I've had a chat to the current ED and said look I think I think I might get to 10 years and then I'll stop. Yeah. <laughs> but you know I've also told him 2 years ago oh maybe I'll stop soon and that was 2 years ago. So uh, it just it's not it's not a lot of Uh, Commitment—it's not hard work anymore. It's you know, if you'd been doing something so long, it doesn't take up that much of your time. But I am conscious that we are welcoming a bunch of new run directors to the team very soon, so it it might just be an opportunity for there to be some fresh faces and people up there and having a go at it. And you don't want to get into that—I don't want to call it a rut—but that position where everyone just assumes, oh well, you'll do it. So I don't need like nobody else needs to step up because. So-and-so's already there. So-and-so's yeah. taking care of it and stuff. So, yeah, maybe it will open the um, open the door to some other people thinking, hey, I actually wouldn't mind trying that out. So. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's the evol- it's the evolving way of volunteer teams. I think it's a really healthy thing um, within the Park Run community that you don't stay too long. But having said that, 10 years and you, and you clocked up to 50 volunteers this year, which is also um, – to be mentioned and applauded, but yeah, I think it's great that new blood come in and, and new clicks form and new teams take it in different directions, and um, yeah, yeah, it's a really really healthy part of the Parkrun community. So, what are we going to talk about this pod? <sighs> Look, we, we've we've made it. We've made a rough plan, but I know there are. Should we go to the roving reports because um, I hear there's a cracker from Delta. From yes. maybe the South African, So you won't have to listen to my South African accent this week. We've got real ones. Oh, God, Scotty.
1: You went um, there, though, didn't you? I, I, can't, help
0: <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> um, so should we do that now? Because I know Tracy was also at St. Lucia.
1: Yes, um, yes. Let's throw to Johan and Tracy and go on an adventure with them.
2: Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. I'm here at Delta Parkrun in South Africa. Today is a, quite a big day with Delta's 500th event. It's the first event uh, in South Africa that reaches this milestone. And I've got with me Dieter Meyer, that is the, uh, the parkrunner that today did his
3: own 500th milestone. Good morning, Dieter. Good morning to you. How are you today? Very well uh-huh. yourself. No, I'm, I'm excited. I done my 500 today and I started about 11 years ago in November 2011. With Bruce Fordes, one of the legends in uh, Comrades, if you know Comrades Marathon, and we started with uh, even closely, I think six, 26 people, and we didn't know what to expect. And today we got sometimes over 1,000 runners, and over 200 events in South Africa. So far, I've done 149 different events, and today I'm very, very excited and happier than my 500 event on the same day when it started. 11 years ago. I'm very, very excited. Can you still remember that first day that you ran in Delta? It was uncertainty. I don't know what to expect. You know, they said park and I don't know what park on. So we just came together, stood here in the park and said, look, let's run five kilometers. So we measured a day before Bruce went out look, we run around the park, I don't know, I run every day in the park, so I don't know what to expect, but it was very very. And I can see that the Un- unexpected the other 26, uh, it was, it was amazing, it was just yes, something, but from then on it was really, really, uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's like a virus, you know, you can get rid of that, if you got... it bites you. If you start and you love it, you, 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 you make a plan for the week ahead. As soon as you finish the park run, you think about where you're going to go next week, which park run, you travel all over the country. You see the most amazing, most beautiful places you don't even know exist in South Africa. It's one of the most beautiful countries. You, there's places you don't know that exist, and you travel, which is very expensive these days, because the government don't want you to live healthy. So what they do, they go up with a petrol price. But uh, I'm still traveling around. I'm not in Johannesburg anymore. So I travel most of the time all over the country to uh, just to be these people around. And it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's lovely. So what has Parkrun meant to you over the last 11 years? It makes you a better person. It makes you uh, see the communities. You go to rural areas you don't even know what's from. it yourself It makes you f- live better. Uh, you. It, it's like uh, you got a mission in life, you know, not not just work and do nothing on the weekends, watching TV and all that, you go out, you know. But I would see more youngsters coming out, not uh, myself. On I'm, I'm, I'm not old to say I'm old, I don't know where all start, but I mean, I would have liked to see more Kids involve younger kids, school children to come, but they won't be allowed to do if the parents are not coming, so they won't come out. So I encourage the parents, please take your kids on a Saturday morning for a half an hour, one hour, two at any park close to you, and, and they will enjoy it. So what's next? 1,000? One You're 1,000, and I'm going to be 84. Yes, okay, we're trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Dieter, congratulations and all of the best for your parkrun future. No, for you too. Thank you very much. Guys, I love you all.
2: morning adventurers. I'm here with Elton Clothier-Huberts. Elton is one of the uh, parkrunners that attended Delta right at the start at event number one. Um, Elton, can you still remember anything about that first event? Yes, I can actually.
4: We used to live in the area, so for us it was very easy, but also because of the company I worked for at the time, um, we were basically one of the original sponsors of Parkrun. Um, So that pretty much brought me to Parkrun and started my journey to where I am now, about 11 years later, Parkrun in South Africa and um, the thousands of people that we have here. So yes, I can remember that day very clearly, helping to set up the course and all of that and all of the branding and things that we brought along with us and the all of 26 of us that took part, I think it was, on that day. um, Yeah, awesome. And you're still park running to this day? I am still park running to this day, oh, yes.
2: And uh, I understand that you're now living uh, between South Africa and the Netherlands? Correct,
4: that I am, yes. Yeah, and so. very happy that parkrun is opened in the Netherlands. Absolutely, and in the city that we live in, so which is really, really awesome. So there's no excuse. I can't say, oh yeah, there's no parkrun. No, there's one very close to where I live in the Netherlands okay. as well. So So
2: which one do you go to in the Netherlands? Skoutaboss. So,
4: Skoutaboss? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, what does Parkrun mean to you over the years? It has, um, for me, it all started off on a journey to health and fitness. Um, at the time when I started, I was at probably my heaviest at 104 kilos, and I'm around about 84 now. Um, so, it, it, it pretty much started my journey to health and fitness. But what it's also brought is the expansive community that we have, not only within South Africa, but around the world. So wherever you go, you're a park runner. That's one of my first things I check wherever I'm visiting, whichever city I'm going to is, where's the nearest park run? Especially if I'm going to be there on the weekends. (laughs) So, no
2: excuse. (laughs) We all all look at the parkrun map before we decide our holiday destination. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Alton, thank you very much for talking to us and all the best. uh, Thank you. uh, For your next few parkruns. Yes. How many parkruns have you done before?
4: So, officially, I think I'm around about three. 50, um, unofficially 450 or so, thanks to COVID. Alright, yeah. thank you very
2: much and uh, have a nice day. <laughs> thank you, awesome. Bye. Adventurers, I'm standing with uh, Jabulani Mkhize, who's quite a bit of a parkrun legend in South Africa. Jabulani has done 252 different events in South Africa, whilst we currently only have 195 active. Um, so how many do you still have to do in South Africa?
5: yeah you uh, there's only three that i still have to do and that will push me to uh 255 uh that is great it's still the new one uh uh what's that grace point yeah and uh, i think uh the one uh in the northern Natal. i've just forgot the name yeah so and it was in uh, sorry in uh Bloemfontein what is that i boss in boss. Plum, uh, omnibus in bloemfontein yeah so those will be the fourth uh, four ones that i have to i still have to do and i think they will push me to 256 yeah
2: so having done that many different events that must be quite a logistical nightmare to get from place to place how do you manage that
5: yeah that's so that's correct Johan. you know Ach, look yeah i just check uh, uh, on my discovery miles how many do i have and uh, which uh, are a hotel I can get a good uh, value for money and again which uh, are airlines got specials yeah so yeah and that helps me in my planning on uh, when it comes to traveling so yeah I look at that and yeah start uh, making my booking based on on that yeah
2: all right so uh, what do you think is going to be your end goal
5: for Parkrun? Very good question there, Johan. Yeah, look, uh, as we are getting older, you know, I think I will, I would uh, have retired on my marathon. Uh, Well, my uh, park run for me, it will be something that I will always uh, do just to keep fit, you know, type of people that you meet, you know, the friendly faces that you meet every week, you know, more especially the volunteer, you know, you know, I cannot trade that for anything. Yeah, so yeah. For me, yeah, it will be packed forever. Thank you. So, um,
2: you mentioned volunteering. Do you volunteer as well?
5: Yes, I do. I do volunteer. Uh, currently, I have uh, 24th streak, if I include the one for today. Yeah, the next one, I will be moving to 25th uh, streak and that will help me to get my uh, paper t-shirt. So excited about that.
2: Awesome. Thank you very much for talking to us and Thank,
5: all the best. Thanks, Johan. Thanks for the interview.
2: Adventurers, what a fun day we had at Delta Parkrun's 500th event today. 700 parkrunners joined in the celebrations, ably assisted by the bumper team of 45 volunteers. Since its launch, more than 42,000 different participants have completed a total distance of over 1.8 million kilometers here, that's 45 times around the earth. At the first event in 2011, there were 26 parkrunners and 4 volunteers, 7 of which are still actively involved in parkrun. Four of them were present at today's event. They were Bruce and Joel Fordyce, Dieter Mayer and Elton Clothier-Huberts. I was really fortunate to have some time with Dieter and Elton and I can let the cat out of the bag. I will also be having a chat with Bruce and Jill later tonight and hope to bring that interview to you soon. Until then, keep well, Mueble and Salah
3: Good
6: morning Parkrunners, it's Tracey tutu, and I have ventured out to the south side to the University of Queensland at St Lucia Parkrun. If you haven't been here before, you need to come here in October. The jacarandas are blooming and it is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, very nice parkrun beside the river, fast, flat. Uh, Quite pretty, actually, with the uh, river on the side and lots of trees surrounding it and the old buildings of the university. Um, Anyway, I've checked in with the uh, uh, registration and uh, talked to a couple of people and it looks like we may be about to start, so I better get myself over there as park walker today and get this thing going. Cheers. Okay, park runners. Um, I'm just here at the registration tent, and I have found a lovely Suzanne, and she tells me it's her first time volunteering. Is that right, Suzanne? That's right. I've I've done quite a few park runs, but it's my first volunteer. Right. And what's what's your job today, Suzanne? I'm barcode scanning. Have you installed the app, and you know what I've, you're doing? We did a bit of a, a YouTube video watching thing, and we had some ten-year-olds telling us how easy it was. So we've downloaded the app. We're ready to go. And how did you come across Pargram? Um, we, we kind of caught up with it on and off over the years at, mm. on holiday. We'd mm-hmm. be running and there'd be this big pack of enthusiastic people. Mm-hmm. And eventually my, my, younger, my daughter told us that we should mm. get our act together and start doing our 5Ks on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So that's how we're here. Mm, excellent. And is this your local park run? This is definitely my local and it's my PB park run. Oh. So I'm very fond of it. It's, it's fast, flat, shady. What excellent. more can you ask for? Excellent. Well, good yes. luck today. and Thank I'll you very see you much. Afterwards. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Tracy. Okay. I'm out here on St. Lucia course. It's sort of like a figure eight course, but I've just found that you have to go past the start again and up a little hill. And I'm walking with Charlotte. Good morning, Charlotte. Morning. Katie. Katie, yeah. Tracy. Tracy, I don't know why I'm saying Katie. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Is this your home park run? Ah, Pardon? Is this your home park run? This is my home park run, yeah. And how many park runs have you done? Uh, Only up to, I think only, this might be my night, so hardly any. I never make it because I run, I tend to have to run at night and other times when I can fit it in. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You've got the girls with you this morning, yeah. We've got Josephine, mm-hmm. Audrey, and Bee oh, with lovely. me, yeah. And which one was their first park run today? It's Josephine's first park run, and yes. it's Bee's first park run, and Audrey's are all doing first park run with a barcode. We've done oh, it twice before, them. unbarcoded, yeah. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> and they just dropped back a little bit, but they're not too far away. Joey, do you want to say hi? Do you want to say hi on the podcast? No, 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 no. <laughs> Haven't found many kids who will talk to me this morning. I think it's the gloomy weather. How are you travelling today? Yeah, I'm good. This is fun to get out and about, in the sunshine or the rain, and yeah, get the yeah. kids moving. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Awesome. Okay, thanks for talking with me. That's okay. Love to meet you, Tracy. <laughs> Okay, St. Lucia Park Run, event number two oh one finished. Tracy Natutu signing out from the University of Queensland. Um, have a good day, everyone. See you on the View
1: Side. Bye. And thank you again to Johan and Tracy for those awesome roving reports. It's great. Um, I really particularly love international roving reports where the accents are from the country <laughs> that <laughs> The reports are actually coming from. It's always nice to listen to people, whoever you are and wherever you are. But there's just something, something awesome. And and listening to Dieter and um, the others that Johan interviewed, they have done some amazing adventuring and stuff themselves. So, uh, and also the stats at the end, Scotty, one point eight million kilometers just at Delta Park Run by mm. participants themselves over that you know eleven year period. That's incredible. It's a big one, isn't
0: it? It is. You know, well,
1: I mean, with seven hundred participants on the weekend and forty five volunteers, I've got I guess they've got more feet on the ground to do more Ks than the average parkrun in Australia, but still very impressive.
0: Yeah, I know I know one thing you can't you should never lose sight of, we should never lose sight of, is that the parkrun community in South Africa is very unique to them, isn't it? So their experience is exactly what Parkrun has is- grown up and become for them it's the same as it is here in australia and like it is different Shh, don't listen um well anyway i won't get too controversial but so in <laughs> it, in, in the uk it's very different you know and the, and our kiwis across the ditch like the parkrun experience there is not there so when we have a global movement uh, it's great to know that um it's a little bit different everywhere same, go, same
1: but different
0: but, yeah and, and I, I got that coming through um in those yeah.
1: reports and so. and Tracy's at St Lucia with their 201st event so um, a few years behind Delta but uh, we've been to St Lucia before and it is a lovely one so thanks Tracy for bringing us those reports too yep.
0: now we're gonna we've we got a couple of ideas for is it, are these new segments or what are we doing now we're revisiting no, what are we doing, I know, are we- doing. <laughs> I know what we're doing I know what we're doing I, I know what I've got I've, okay. I've confused my notes here. Um, the main hosts, Mel and Ollie, had a massive weekend at Bathurst, um, broke attendance records there at, at Bathurst Park Run and then carried on. And like, it was, was it like a mini, um... Palm? What palm? Call it, call it yeah. Palm? <laughs> I forgave forget what they... They what call, them call them a frond because <laughs>
1: it's, you know, like a palm frond.
0: Palm frond, okay, I get yeah, it. So it's yep. like
1: an unofficial, um, meeting of adventurers.
0: Yeah, okay. So, um sounds like they had a great weekend and, and the Punish, the Mount Panorama Punish looks like a great running event. So we thought, well, you thought, let's give us your, your top three because we always love top threes. Don't is forget really? people who came up with the top three. That would have been you, Scotty. Scotty and Mel. Scotty and Mel. We're a team, Mel. Always a <laughs> okay. So top three bucket list events. So this is a global thing.
1: Yeah. And the Panorama Punish would be... A bucket list event for somebody. It's not on my bucket list because anything that says punish in it and involves running just not ticking a box for me. But yeah. you know, there are some sadomasochists out there who, <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, I think
1: they, the they, they, is- they vibe on that and well done them. <laughs>
0: yeah. Have you ever run on a like a racetrack, like a car racetrack? Because I know you're a big petrol head. Is it,
1: is it any different than just running on tarmac, like well- anywhere?
0: Well, actually, it is. I've done it a few times, and we do it down here as the, the Athletics Cross Country. It's okay. it's a lot of fun because you like you feel fast. Do you
1: do you feel like Super Mario Kart kind oh, of? Yeah,
0: kind do, of. A do little you, bit. you make a lot
1: of noises when you corner?
0: Well, internally, yeah.
1: <laughs> Why you know, don't you do it internally? <laughs> that would be funny. If everyone that's running is
0: just going, Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you know, you're not going that fast. So it would be more like, particularly <laughs> <laughs> at my speed. But, yeah, so it, I do, it, like, I, I can see the appeal of the, the punish up in Bathurst. But but tell us your top three okay. that you want to go to. Um, well,
1: so, and here's the thing. Um and and I think the top three doesn't necessarily have to be ones that you haven't done yet. it's not it's not the ones that you still want to do. Uh, there are some in there that you could have already done, etc. but um I, I actually did a little bit of googling about this because I thought, oh there there are some that I do know in my head, but then then like there could be a whole bunch of other races out there that I just don't even know about. Um, and when you Google bucket list events for running, all these marathons come up and there are so many blog posts and articles about, oh, the top 20 marathons or blah, blah, blah. it's just like, oh, that's a really long distance. Um, you know, yeah. But one, one of my top three is a marathon and it's one that I've attempted before and didn't get an official finish time. So I'll give you that one. It's Marathon du Madoc in yep.
0: France. Yeah, we have so talked about this We have before. talked about that one that before. It does not surprise me at all.
1: I do want to go back and drink more of the wine in Bordeaux while I'm running around in fancy dress. Definitely on my must-do-again list. And it it would be on my top three like that I would recommend to anyone ever. Um, one of the other ones um, is the Sandgate Sunset Run. And ah. this was a nostalgic one for me. It's one that I did with you for the first time. And then I went back and did it with my family um, when, oh, gosh, I was like five or six weeks pregnant with Wes and we were all dressed in glow-in-the-dark skeleton costumes and one best dress, like morph suits, head-to-foot mm. morph suits um, that second time. And they don't actually do it anymore and it just makes me sad when that I think such about a
0: good, it. It was such a good event, wasn't it? Dean and Vanessa, bring it back because it, yes. for those well, that don't know, it was a team event. You ran around like a roundabout. That was. Yeah, it was a roundabout is?
1: in the middle of Sandgate. So it's yeah. like an actual car roundabout. So there you go. I've run on a racetrack, kind of. I've run on a road. <laughs>
0: no, you've run on a road. Yeah, have run on a racetrack. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Um, But, yeah, no, you're right. It's a relay. They they had glow-in-the-dark batons. It was at sunset, so it was actually, like, dark when you ran. And um, the the concept was to just do as many laps as you could in two hours with your team, in your team of four, and how you choose to make the configuration up of, well, team member one does five laps and then team member two does five laps, or if you just do one each and just completely sprint the whole time, you know. That's the kind of concept that I'm talking about, like, these bucket list events shouldn't all just be marathons where, oh, you've just got to complete 42.2 kilometres. Boring. Yeah. Give me something different. And I've I've actually toyed with the idea about having a Sunshine Coast sunset run a few times and tapping into Dean and Vanessa's brain knowledge and asking for their help to, you know, see if I can find a location here and set one up because yep. it was just the, literally the most fun I've ever had. Of of any sort of big team um, event, so
0: I two hundred percent agree. So uh, I'm going to put that on my top three as well. Yeah, that's that's and sorry
1: to everyone who's never done it and that is not currently operating (laughs) because we're we're recommending something that you can't actually do at the moment. But hey, maybe we could start a campaign and get them to bring it back. I don't know. Um, And then while I was Googling, I did come across – oh, there were some interesting ones there. There's there's one called the ET Full Moon Marathon and that's in America and it's run near Area 51 and they start the marathon at midnight so that you've got like the most – opportunity of having an extraterrestrial encounter. But I just think that's a bit of a flimsy thing unless they guarantee me even people dressed up as aliens running around on the course to try and freak you out and like super light shows or something. I'm not sure that that would make my top three. But I thought it was interesting enough to mention. Yep. Um But my other one is going to be any – Mel, bo- Mel, Mel, it's the top three. Yeah, no, no, I only had two. I'm, I talked about the ET one, but I'm, I'm, that's oh, okay. not in my top three. <laughs> so keep right. count, Scotty, keep count. Yeah, okay. All right. So the other one is something a little bit different again, and it's called Burrow Racing. Have you heard of this? Have we talked no. about it?
0: No. This is new to me.
1: This is new. So if you've read the book um, by, oh, you know, what's the one with the – Oh, it's called, it's called, um, no, it's not Eat and Run. It's, what's, what's it called? You know, it's a really famous running Running run. <laughs>
0: I've, I've Born got to it Run? In
1: my book. Born, Born to Run, that's yeah. it. The author of Born we're, to Run, yeah, I, I think about it's this. Christopher McDougall.
0: Yeah, terrible book. Yep. <laughs> well, you loved it, I hated it. Continue. Anyway,
1: so he's he's written a, a, not a follow up book, but he's written another running book, and it's called Running with Sherman and it's about him and his wife um they they moved to like land and they rescued this donkey named Sherman and he didn't even realize at the time but people running with donkeys like racing donkeys is a thing and it's called burro racing cuz burro is i guess the spanish word for donkey and oh my god i want to get a donkey <laughs> so i can get back into running because If you think about how difficult it is, all the mental, you know, mind games that go on when you're running long distances, just yourself. And then you bring into it that you're going to be running alongside a donkey who has free will and nine times out of 10 is extremely stubborn and may or may not want to go where you want to go. It's a recipe for awesomeness. So yeah, I want to do burro racing. There's there's one in Colorado called um, Fair Play Colorado, I think it's called. Um, yep. But in general, any any length, distance burro racing, I
0: I would be up for that. I love how everyone's got their own motivation to get back into running. Some just want to get fit. Some want to lose some weight. Mel, to race with donkeys. <laughs>
1: look you know you got to keep it interesting if you if it's just literally turning the legs over and over and over it's like well yeah i've done that i've been there done that what how else can we make this fun how else can we have an adventure um and a lot of a lot of the marathons and things like that they're in the tops because they're really scenic or they're in ridiculous places like the north or south poles and they're freaking cold um, yep. So they, they add their challenges in many different ways if the distance wasn't enough of a challenge. But, yeah, I'm all for let's Let's go short distances with something different. Yep. That's where How I'm like, at. How about uh, you, Scotty? What are your top three?
0: Well, look, so you sprung this on me and, and I need to give it a little bit more thought. But so here's what I'm – because I haven't done the research, I haven't Googled – um, but here's what I'm thinking. What I would like. So maybe okay. if the listeners could reach out to me and tell me if these events exist somewhere in the world, and then I'll I'll set about trying to do them. But you know, there's an event down in Tassie. I think it's called Point to Pinnacle, where you start at the bottom and you run like I think it's a half marathon to the top, something like that. Uh, of Tassie. Right. Tassie's yeah. a bit bigger than that. No, on. no, a, a mountain. Sorry, a mountain. Oh, so okay. you start at the bottom of a mountain and you and it's all uphill yes. and you finish okay. at the top. Right. I. I does nothing for me flip it start at the top of the mountain (laughs) run all the way down
1: (laughs) i would like downhill running please
0: for my own. so (laughs) the whole race is completely downhill that's what i want um it's got to be out there somewhere um so that's number one Mm. and then like it would be great if you could combine this but there must be another one where you finish you know sometimes you can you know you're running pretty hard and it could be in the summer and you get pretty hot the idea of just running straight into the ocean at the end of it. So the finish line is you've got a you've got a finish in the ocean. Okay. So, so like a
1: triathlon, but not do the swim first. Yeah, do, so do you do it it at the end, which is like logical.
0: Well you don't swim, you just cross the line and you just flop into the water.
1: <laughs> you don't want to do any more exercise when you're in the water. No, you just want yeah. to cool down immediately. It's just a
0: cool t- down and it's party and you <laughs> and you've got some, you know, inflatable devices going and the, it, just lots of fun.
1: Does it have to um, be the ocean? Could they get an inflatable like kiddie pool? And
0: uh, No, because it, it – like everybody has to be. Like it, this has to be a proper event where there's like, you know, a couple of hundred or a thousand people and we're all just flopping into the ocean okay. as we finish. Um, <laughs> so – so dressed <laughs> in
1: your runners and everything. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So okay. if you want to start taking off your shoes or whatever and, and you can – no, you can't have the option not to. So the finish line has to actually be in the ocean. Yeah. You know, you're either in or you're out for that type of okay. event. Yeah. Um, so that's what I came up with. And, and the sunset run, like generally when you, when you told me before we started recording, like that's one thing that I would love. To come back because I'm with you. That was so much fun that night. Like it was such a big party vibe. You can go and have a massage in the middle of that. Yeah. You know, in the middle. <laughs> they <have> the mas- <laughs> yeah. I'll well, go and well, grab a, well, a sausage from still the barbecue. Running. Yeah. 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 It was. It was great. And and it was as it was a sunset run, so it did finish in the dark. So that there's something exciting about that running under lights.
1: Um, yeah. The, the day was getting cooler as opposed yeah. to getting hotter.
0: Yeah. So many.
1: That yeah. The the other running events all get it wrong. Don't start early in the morning. Start late in the evening.
0: It's yeah, supposed to be fun, people. They're supposed to be fun runs.
1: Exactly.
0: That's I'm um, okay, so that's our new segment that will be a one week only, hopefully. But if listeners want, they get a lot more feedback mail now. They than do. We, they than get emails ever
1: did. and stuff when they check <laughs> so, them and so clear them, them <laughs> out, so they <laughs> they've got volume to receive them.
0: Yeah. So we want to hear from from the listeners what your top three um, bucket lists are. And I wanted to sneak this in a little bit sneaky in about half an hour into the pod. Um, when we were both uh, starting the pod, we were all kumbaya, we love everyone, and then we started to work for Parkrun, and we certainly couldn't come out and name our top three. But we always asked other people to name our top three. So yeah. um, We
1: never you know, committed to playing favourites. Oh, no, there was that one time, Scotty, that we actually yeah, told yeah, everyone know. what our top threes were, but they were just... <laughs> interference so there was there
0: was Mm. but i've checked the airways so there's no um,
1: no no flights coming over no trains going past
0: yeah so i just i kind of i kind of do want to hear your top three park runs mel and this is no like every we've talked about this in the past every park run event's great and um it is what it is but just some weeks you might have rocked up at the right time and Caught a great vibe uh, to one of you. Everyone's
1: events. got favourites. And if they don't, any, anyone who says yeah. they haven't got favourites are lying.
0: Yeah, yeah. So now I'm, I'll am i go first. I'll rip off the band aid. Um, oh, we're going to do this now, are we? Yeah, we're going to do this now. Yeah. Oh, so oh, you okay. didn't give me any time to prep for the top three events. So I'm not no. giving you any time to <laughs> prep for your top three park runs. But I've had this in the back of my mind for, for six years. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> oh, okay. And you're going, you're following. I want to use this opportunity. Dun, dun, dun,
0: this is the reveal. People. Yeah, um, no one can come after me. So I just, but again, just for very, they're all very Need different the disclaimer. But I'm not. No, forget the disclaimer. I had like we when we did the palm at the beaches, we did it for a reason. I'd love to go back to the beaches, like on a on a really nice. The same thing we just talked about there, um, like finishing in the ocean. Yeah, like I, I kind of like it. So a really nice summer day or a spring day when the sun's out. Um, tide is out. <laughs> the tide is out. I mean, like, the conditions are perfect. I'd love to go back to the beaches. I'm not sure if it exists. I'm sure uh, the team can tell us there, yeah, Sonia and Peter. I'm sure are, it
1: exists. I'm sure yeah. they have had those magical yeah. days, but you just have to probably go through about 42 of the other kind before you get to those magical days, which makes them even more
0: special. Yeah. So, so the, the beaches, is just. I just had a great morning that morning and, and it was also running um, at the event. Uh there's an event down here, uh, Phillip Island, which is actually not on Phillip Island, which is a bit bizarre, but I've been there a few times.
1: <laughs> How did that one get through the naming yeah. convention?
0: Ah, now we can talk about the naming
1: convention.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, save that for the next pot. We're, we're coming back. Um, we're doing the pot again. Um, and. This, yeah,
1: are we? Are we? Oh yeah, we'll,
0: we'll we'll tease it. Yeah, we'll tease it about oh, okay. our, our plans for the next one that we'll we'll Fair do some enough. prep for. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the the park run on Phillip Island. It's not on Phillip Island. Um, is a cracker because they've got. Uh, if you go there, there's a there's a farmers market on once a month. But it, again, it's by the ocean. It's a little bit hilly, and I don't. It's just one of those things. It may not be the the best event. It's an out and back, um, but every time I've gone there, I've really enjoyed it. And like given another opportunity, I'd love to go back. So, I, you know, Phillip Island is in uh, my top three. So, I've okay. Covered, so you
1: got one in New South Wales, yeah, one in Victoria,
0: Victoria, and then I go overseas because I've been lucky enough to to go overseas. And when um, my first trip as an employee of Parkrun, oh no, first second, I think it was a first trip. Um, we did a, we did Tring Parkrun, which is now sadly um, closed. Um, and it was such it was such a good morning. I was I was really drinking the Kool Aid back then i loved park run and and the morning with all the ambassadors from around the uk and just the course itself like it, it it was it was changing it was up and down you went into the forest and you came out of the forest and there was hills and um it was it was just another fun morning so it was a morning that um stands out for for the for the timing because it was the the conference at the time so everybody who was there but um you were feeling loved up. Yeah, I was, and it Harper was a great morning. Up. And, yeah. like, if you if you go back through the memories, like, that's my top three. So my top three, Beaches, Tring, and uh, Phillip Island.
1: Scotty, I was not at any of those events that you just named
0: at yeah. the, on those days. Awkward, because because this is pu- purely <laughs> about the experience <laughs> of running the course, <laughs> mm. not the people. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I did people, top three, Westerfolds, Studley, Gels. Going okay.
1: A but that's ka-wana, ka-wana. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done gels. You did yeah. that with my husband. Um, hmm. Okay.
0: Okay. So have I given you enough time to, to well, make yours? Now
1: I've just got to scrub out the three that I had in my top three <laughs> because you were at all. No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> um and obviously we're we're abiding by our own self imposed rule of not your home park run. Yep. Yep. Okay. Then uh, one of them would and this is the first one that comes to mind, Margaret River. And yeah, it's it's a beautiful trail course. I once again had just an amazing morning, um Maddie Trent and um Who? <laughs> Oh
0: no I remember Maddie Trent, yep. Great bloke.
1: Great bloke. He is an awesome bloke. Um and Oh, God. And um, sorry, you distracted me now. Maddie Trent and Cassie Hughes came down and uh, did the course with us and we went and had breakfast after and I had shuka and it was delicious and um, Wes was just little so he was in a carrier and I was able to complete the course and they had the gnomes on the course and there was undies on the stump and, you know, (laughs) it had everything.
0: (laughs) Undies undies on the stump?
1: Undies on the stump. (laughs) Don't ask me why or where they came from, but it it was a landmark. It was,
0: okay, yeah. oh, so a bit of teenage sex in the woods so, the night before.
1: No, I, I, they, no, they weren't that fancy. I don't, okay, yeah, I think I think these were undies that had just been left there for a long time. They definitely okay. look like adult undies. Um, so maybe somebody had a run emergency or something.
0: Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, nasty, nasty. Yeah, you certainly
1: <laughs> wouldn't be touching those undies. <laughs>
0: But I'm that, I'm sure that who experience made your top three.
1: <laughs> I'm sure whoever put them on the stump used a stick, um, yeah. a long stick to put them there for everybody else's viewing pleasure. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, no, it's yeah, it's just the vibe of the whole morning, and yeah. that that one kind of extended into the whole long weekend, you know, because um, it was. I think it was wasn't it my first. No, it wasn't my first West Australian event, but it was a gift to me. The trip over there um, was a gift to me from my husband for my birthday because it was the westernmost park run at that stage and I was chasing the Compass Club. Yeah. Um, and there was this amazing ice cream place uh, in Margaret River as well, or not far from Margaret River, which has got like 88 flavours of ice cream. And so we went in there three times over a couple of days and – Every time I went back, I, I got like three different flavors on on a cone and the, the first time I, I got served by the same guy and I think he was owned by um, I think he owned the ice cream place. and he was pretty grossed out by my combinations. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, yes, I would like mango and bubblegum and tiramisu, please. And then the next day what I went Classic back to- combination. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the next day I went back, I got three different ones because I was like, okay, I have to maximise. They have got 88 flavours. Obviously I can't taste them all but I'm going to do my damnedest. And, um, yeah, over the course of three days, like by the time I went in on the third days, he he just his eyes lit up. He's like, what is she going to ask for today? Um, and it, that was Wesley's first ice cream as well. So we've got all the cute like pudgy six-month-old baby kind of licking ice cream and having his delight too. So, yeah, it was Margaret River because of just that whole weekend experience. Um, uh, okay,
0: good. Number two?
1: Number two. Um,
0: good ice cream and undie chat though.
1: <laughs> I bought my A game, Scotty. Yep. Um, this, it's really hard Like because there are so many, we've had so many adventures and there are so many standout adventures that they all blend into each other if that makes sense. Um, maybe, oh, maybe Coffs Harbour oh. because that's where I joined the pirate club. And with, uh, we, we traveled there with my family, with my brother and sister-in-law and my niece and nephew, and we all got dressed up as pirates. Cause that's where we were all like, we, um, corresponded for Adam, myself, Nick, Shell, Ronalani, that's six of us. To all have done the seven Cs and get an R, and this was like our final C. So that was a big, that was a big logistical. Okay, yeah. well we can't go there until this, and you guys have got to go there and get those Cs and stuff like that. So it was it was a big, it was a big accomplishment to get there and do that, and to do that with family was really awesome too. And, you know, cool. Especially like my niece and nephew, both dressed as pirates and stuff as well. It was just a, a rollicking fun event. Uh, and a beautiful spot, and we saw dolphins, you know, in in the water off the break wall. and you don't get to say that at about a lot of park runs, so that was really magic, too. ah um, oh, i'm gonna I'm gonna have to. Take a time out on okay. number three, if that's
0: okay. okay. Well, hey, take it on notice. So when we come back – so I've got yep. this idea for like a, a reunion pod where we'll bring back, you know, everyone from episode one. You know, we'll get Tim back on, find out what he's up to. Um, from uh, episode one. Well, Tim was on episode one. or yeah, just, yeah. No, just No, 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 just the early days. Yeah, let's get Robbo back on. And let's get. Does
1: this mean I have to go back and listen to that cringeworthy episode? God, no. And... No, <laughs> no, no, no.
0: So not, let's not focus on episode one, but just the early days. I want to, okay, um, okay. like I said, bring Robbo in, in hey, facts in the haystack segment back. <laughs> and, you know, like I said, let's catch up with him. Let's find out what he's doing um, post his life, his post parkrun life. Cool. Um, Sounds good. You know, that's going to be awesome. So that if if Mel and Ollie will ever have us back, I've spoken to Obi. He's in. I've spoken oh, okay, to Robo. Cool. I've spoken to Robo. He's in. Um, nice. So that the, the, if they have us back, so and then we'll we'll get out the final top three from you. Okay. Um,
1: I will rack my brains and I will yeah. go through all the memories and see what I can come up with. Yeah, good, good.
0: Okay, well, that, that's let's wrap up that segment, Mel, and let's move to another segment that we'll have one week only that won't um, take off, but we hope it will. I no, was going no, you know, we, to, we've been, been talking, with, do we start? I, I think we need to throw the again? challenge
1: out to Mel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we always do that, but they, only, they never do it, they never take it up. So, but um, you know, you and I have been talking about doing another podcast, and you know, it's like bad life advice because we've had lots of experience of that. Like, past couple of but I We're thought about it, it, it,
1: like, Scotty and Mel get train wrecked or something like that
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so listen and keep checking your parkrun feeds for the parkrun keep checking your podcast feeds for that when that drops um, so we won't we won't do a segment on that but we wanted to bring back the the idea of like when we started it was parkrun adventurers and you could have an adventure at a different event which has become the norm or you could have an adventure at home Hello, Ollie. Like there is an opportunity if you're going back to your home event because you love it every week, um, to have to have an adventure there. So,
1: one hundred percent. There's yeah. no reason adventures can still not happen at home.
0: So, whether this maybe could become a monthly challenge for the for the hosts to promote, or we'll just you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they do bingo cards and stuff and they come up with a whole bunch of challenges for Streaky yep. September still. Love, yep. love that they've kept up with Streaky September and there are people yep. still out there doing that. I did start that this year. I don't know if you got involved, Scotty, but I got through the day four before I, I broke my streak.
0: Oh, well done. Four Four's pretty good. <sighs> I, I know where you're at, so that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> look, I didn't. I didn't take it up because I knew I wouldn't do it this year. But, but it's funny. It's like I'm almost I'm running every day at the moment. So if we'd done a streaky October or streaky November, I'd be good. A stroktober. Stroktober. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't. So it's, let's not talk about that. So what's your adventure? What's the cha- um, challenge? Our listeners to be to have an adventure this week or next week or any time. Yes, in the and we future. should
1: take up the challenge too, and we should yep. we should try it ourselves. Um. So yeah, that's how this segment works. Is the people on the podcast throw out the challenge to the listeners, and we want you guys to go and do it. You don't have to report back. We know not all of you are very good with the email or the messaging, and I, I'm just as bad as everybody else. You know, when I listen to the podcast, I'm usually in my car driving yeah. and not in a situation to write an email. And every time I think, oh, yeah, I'll get in touch and I'll say this, and blah blah blah. And then the podcast finishes, and I keep driving, and then I get home and I completely forget. So, no guilt this direction so the challenge is that you need to identify someone this is not a stalking thing but just at parkrun this weekend see somebody across in the crowd that you've never spoken to before and go and have a chat to them because the thing is if you've been doing this a little while if you've been park running for a little while, chances are you've met quite a few people either through volunteering or through seeing them on the course and you've had a chat with them afterwards and you tend to gravitate towards the people that you already know or you've already spoken to and you check in with them. But there comes a point where you stop, you know, introducing yourself to new people that you aren't familiar with. So I think we need to go back to that. And we need to introduce ourselves to more people. So that's the challenge for this week.
0: The classic to you know exacerbate that social anxiety that we've all got. <laughs> you know, force your way into that conversation that you know with the new click, but we want to break up those clicks and and really we want to make new friends, don't we, Mel?
1: Or we want to we want to add to the clicks. Just yeah. We want to embrace everybody, basically. And, um, yeah, it can be really intimidating if you're a brand new person and you see all these groups of people standing around talking like they've been friends for years, probably because they have by now. And um, it can be really, yeah, tricky for those people to approach. So why not you in those groups turn around and look out and see who's not standing talking to anyone and go and talk to them?
0: I think that's a great challenge. So I was going to, you know, don't be – don't go up to the event director or run director and tell them everything that's wrong with their course or tell them, have they tried this? And <laughs> I think it's a bit long because my – That's a challenge for another don't, day. Don't be that guy. That's not my challenge. Um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with your challenge. I think it's a great challenge. I can't top it. So let's just – Keep it as one challenge for this week. And And if you do
1: want to share the outcome, please do send an email to parkrunadventures at gmail.com or drop a Facebook message to the guys. I'm sure they'd love to hear from you.
0: They love the Facebook post on Saturday morning. That goes crazy. Share a photo.
1: Yeah. Sorry, Um, we're not going to. Read out any of Daz's um, cafe posts from the weekend because Scotty and I aren't very active on the socials. Um, so we're going to leave that to Mel and Ollie, and there will be no Obies awarded. There's, um, sorry.
0: Yep. Remember we're the fill We're not
1: doing a very good job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're just fill-ins, but we've managed to give you an hour-long episode, and we're going to wrap it up now. Um, Mel, it's I love it. I love podcasting with you. It's great to be back. Um it
1: has been very fun, Scotty. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So if Mel and Ollie do wanna have us come back, you know, that, that reunion idea, uh, I think it's a keeper. Okay. Just not in the next you know not in the next couple of weeks or months or whatever because uh, <laughs> Hey, we've got we've got I'm exhausted from ugly this.
1: Christmas singlet or shirt day coming up and that's gonna be huge. It's gonna consume all my energies and time.
0: Good-o. Mel, have a wonderful time at Kiwana this week. Um, Volunteering, running, walking. Be the park walker, Uh, the new volunteer role. Yeah, put on that vest. Uh, (laughs) Get another challenge up, whatever it is. Um, Be that friendly face.
1: Look, what I can guarantee you is I will wear that neon and I will eat that cake.
0: Okay, good, good. And I
1: hope – I know you don't usually go for the cake, but I I hope you – get to eat something sweet that you do like and um i look forward to seeing the photo of the crazy hat that you come up with
0: yeah well don't get too excited about that because it could just be a beanie at this stage um but i will i'll try my best to have a
1: beanie's crazy in the, the queensland weather right now so yeah that ticks well there you the go. Box.
0: yeah pretend i'm in queensland for the day <laughs> um let's wrap it up thanks mel see you all whenever
1: see ya